Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Stage Coaching Podcast with your friendly neighborhood personal coach, Evan Dunn Baritone, where I help artists successfully navigate the pressures of an artistic career. This is episode 56. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo. Hey everybody, I'm really excited about this episode. It is inspired by a blog post written by the fabulous Emily Ricks, who was on episode 16 of this podcast. But before I get to that... I just really want to sincerely thank all of you who have reached out to me. Thank you for the love and support you have shown after that last episode. Life really it has a way of kind of twisting and turning, and it just teaches so many lessons. It really is amazing. And um, thank you for your support. My cousin's family seems to be doing really well considering everything. They, the siblings are loving on each other. They're spending time together, mourning. They're talking to each other, taking care of each other. And I, I just am so proud of them and want to continue offering them support in the long run that they need. But anyway, uh, anyway, but thank you so much for all of your support. I really appreciate it. Today, I want to teach you how to do the very thing that all of us humans are striving for every day. It seems to really be our number one goal because we spend so much of our effort trying to achieve it. And since it is so important to everyone, I finally decided that this is what we should talk about today. And the topic for today is how to feel totally miserable and stressed out all the time. Because I know probably 98% of our efforts in a day seem to be focused on this. So Um, And it really is a pretty challenging thing to achieve, but really it isn't that hard if we break it down. I can teach you the exact steps that you need to make it happen for you as an artist. So the first thing that you need to do is compare yourself to others. Everyone else around you is competition. If they are successful, then you need to remember that their success means you will never be able to fulfill your own dreams. Make sure that you watch closely what they are doing. Pay attention to how good they look, how beautiful their voices are, how easy their career appears to develop for them, and then always spend as much time on social media as possible because uh, that's where you're going to find this information that you can use to compare yourself. And this, this topic of social media will keep coming up. So take special note of that. Step number two is to create unrealistic expectations based on this research that you've done, both for yourself and for other people. Make sure that you remember what everyone is doing on social media. Try to um, look like them, sound like them. And if you can't be like them in an extremely short amount of time, then you probably are a piece of garbage and you just shouldn't try anymore. Also, those same expectations that you put on yourself, put them on others. It's like you kind of write a manual for how other people should act to make you feel a certain way. 
it will make you feel really powerful at first, almost like you can control how other people act. And um, then you make sure that you envision how you want them to talk, how you want them to feel, how you want them to relate to you, everything about them. They're almost certainly going to disappoint you, which will then strip you of that sense of power that you thought that you had over them. It will make you feel angry, resentful, and disconnected from your colleagues. So all of, you know, just unrealistic expectations for you and your career, unrealistic expectations for everyone around you. It's a very powerful tool. It's like when you want your colleague to act out a scene in a certain way when you're doing a, you know, rehearsing, or you think that the director should stop talking so that the rehearsal can end on time, or, well... I mean, you get the point. It could be relationships, whatever. Controlling people in your mind is a sure way to make you feel like a failure. And so do it as much as possible. And speaking of other people, try to find as many other miserable people like yourself that you can get together, complain, and just kind of commiserate together in each other's suffering. The more time you spend with each other, the more you will feel like a victim of your circumstances. And you'll probably also be distracted while you're with those friends and you'll not notice any ways that you could actually overcome those circumstances and stop being a victim. So the more time you spend, you know, complaining with them, the better. And this will help you feel stuck and frustrated. Oh, and also bonus points if your friends also are constantly trying to tell you how much better they are than you and comparing themselves to you all the time. It's great. Another crucial component to your strategy to feel miserable is to always fight with reality. If the weather is bad, complain about it. If you hate the president, blame the president for everything that is happening wrong in this world. If you get sick, then whine to your colleagues about how nothing ever goes right for you. Like you always get sick right before the show. And um, the more you can try to assert dominance over reality, the more you will feel powerless because reality never changes just because you want it to. The more you fight it, the more it kind of blares itself into your face. It's crazy. And the worse that you feel. So find all the ways that you can't change things and fight it, okay? So several steps that I've given you up to this point, and if you follow them, you will be pretty much on your way. But there are still a few more things that um, I'd like you to add to your practice to really work on feeling miserable all the time. Make sure that you always say yes to what everyone else demands from you. You can always accomplish more. Your rest and your wellness is your weakness. So you need to make more demands on yourself and allow everyone else to do the same, okay? You need to have such high expectations of yourself if you're going to feel horrible. And then when you aren't able to adequately perform all the things that you thought you should, then you have to beat yourself up. Every time you look at yourself in the mirror, make sure to say how horrible you look, Since you didn't get in enough exercise this week, every time you practice, remember those people that you listen to on social media? Tell yourself you will never sound as good as them. See, social media 
just keeps coming up over and over and over. It's really, really crucial. Okay, so be on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, find all the other singers. Yeah, it's really great. Um, And then along those lines, try to go through your memory. Try to remember all the times that you failed to meet your expectations and kind of ruminate on those memories. They're powerful. And sometimes they will even keep you from getting enough sleep at night. So that way you can kind of add feeling exhausted to already feeling emotionally drained and beat up. It can take some time to focus and remember all of those horrible things. So the more time you can spend staying up late, scrolling through social media, eating junk food, this is just like a perfect combination. The more you can do that, the better. This time is important because it will help you to come up with more memories than you could do on your own, okay? And never, I think this is the last tip. I might be wrong, but never allow yourself to feel the sadness and loneliness that you're experiencing, okay? I know I just told you that the goal is to feel miserable all the time, but if you really want to maximize that, then you have to try to fight it. Pretend that even though you are miserable, which is the goal, that you, that you pretend that you are happy because everyone apparently wants to feel miserable but wants to appear to be happy. That's kind of the goal of social media, I think. So the more you pretend to feel happy and ignore all those horrible feelings that you've created for yourself, the more powerful the horrible feelings get. This might be the most important tool of all. I mean, I could tell you that you need to isolate yourself, avoid spending time in nature, um, build toxic relationships. The list just goes on and on and on. But I cannot overstate how important it is for you to fight your feelings. You need to tell yourself that you shouldn't have to feel all these horrible feelings, Fight to them. Do anything you can to hide the feelings, especially around audition season. You know, the stress and the worry and the rejections. You got to fight it. Drink away your feelings. Netflix away your feelings. Sex away your feelings. Whatever it takes. Pretend at all costs that you are actually happy. It's kind of like, honestly, it feels like there's a prize for whoever can feel the worst but look the best in public. So, you know, make sure that this is an important priority for you. Now, okay, this is actually the last tip. The last tip that I have to offer you today is a reminder about the 50-50 rule. I have told you over and over that 50% of the time you will experience positive emotions. Now, this is true, but you can bypass this with a few special techniques to really maximize the horrible feelings that you have achieved up to this point. First of all, anytime that you actually achieve anything in your life, make sure that you immediately look in the mirror and tell yourself that it was a fraud. It was fake. And that you didn't really deserve any of that, you know, success or whatever. Make sure you think of all the reasons why you didn't deserve it. Like maybe you actually got a job. You know, you 
you got a role somewhere and you're like, oh, well, I guess nobody else who is really good auditioned or um, I guess I just got lucky this time or ooh, this one's really this one's really good. When I get to the rehearsal process, they'll discover that they made a mistake and they'll they'll know how bad I actually am. And that will just fill you with so much anxiety about getting to those first rehearsals. So, um, yeah, that's crucial. And if someone says something nice to you along the line, make sure you explain to them why they're wrong about you. Like, no positive thoughts here. Okay? And even after all of this, happy feelings will occasionally sneak in every once in a while. You might be sitting and relaxing and all of a sudden like feel some peace. You might be, you know, like see a sunset and be like, oh, that's so pretty. Feel a little peace. And you need to hurry and replace the thought. Replace it with worry that soon everything's going to come crashing down around you. This peace will never last. You know, the sunset is going to go away and then you're going to be alone at night or but actually, I mean, there's a beautiful sunset, but think of all the horrible things that are happening in this world. Um, you know, nothing will ever really go well for you. So you cannot dwell on that fleeting moment of joy or satisfaction, connection, belonging, whatever it is. You have to cram it all down with your worries and anxiety, but appear like you're happy. Oh, it's so great. If you happen to notice any of these qualities in yourself, like maybe you've already practiced some of these techniques, please do not offer yourself any grace or compassion. No patience for the struggles that you've gone through. You need to really, you know, Beat yourself up for it. You, can, you, you don't deserve any of that's, that love, okay? You always need to get more. You need to be more. You need to um, compare yourself more and be more defeated. Fight reality, all of these things, okay? Your brain is a computer. It works on problems that you tell it to work on. It doesn't really care what it thinks. It doesn't really care what it works on. It works on the things that you tell it to work on and you consistently practice, okay, because it wants to be efficient. And so it tries to pick up on the things you want to think and then it practices thinking them very quickly. So for example, let's say you type a math question into a computer. The computer doesn't care what type of question you ask it. It just works on the question you give it and it gives you an answer. And that really is how your brain works. If you fill it with questions of comparison, unrealistic expectations, controlling reality, etc., then your brain will work and work on how to fulfill that request. It will find answers and it will make you feel horrible. It's amazing how the brain does that. And the opposite is also true. I will caution you. So make sure that you never... Ask your brain how to find peace, how to find connections, how to set boundaries, okay? These questions will lead you to the exact opposite of what you are 
obviously trying so hard to achieve in your life. So with that, my friends, take all of those negative feelings that you have built up over years and years of dedicated mental practice, all of these thoughts that you've believed, and um, continue to cultivate them. Share them with other people around you and take all those horrible feelings with you as you take the stage. In Boca Lupo. Thank you for listening to another episode of Take the Stage Opera Podcast. We love hearing from you, so please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material. 